This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, just a quick note about this episode and future episodes going forward uh, because of the ongoing WGA and SAG-AFTRA strike, which we are in total and full support of. We will no longer be covering any struck work that includes past, future, and present work. So that is going to change our schedule. You will notice a, a change this week. This week we were supposed to, on Friday, be covering Billy Zane, but because we talked about a lot of work that would fall under that struck umbrella, we are not going to be covering Billy Zane. I'm not sure if that'll even, that episode will even drop this year. We will see because as long as the strike is going on, we will not be covering struck work. So instead, you will hear us cover a lot of music probably books, perhaps theater, other things, maybe perhaps stuff that, you know, is a film or something that falls under, like was really, really independent, not under any kind of struck work, like under that umbrella. So for this week, there is a little change also for our pop culture and fandom news episode. And going forward, you will hear that we will not cover anything. We won't recommend anything that falls under that struck work umbrella. So with that being said, you're going to hear in this episode, I'm not recommending anything because the thing I had recommended and was into falls under that umbrella of struck work. And I don't want to do that. So that's why you will not hear me recommend anything. Also, you're going to hear a little bit of an editing around one thing that Paula is into right now. So we kind of edited it, edited out something because it was a game that... Uh, because of the branding of it falls under struck work or could be considered that. So we did edit around that. So we're just kind of talking about a platform Twitch. You'll hear that. So yes, yeah, so I just wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of that and why this episode may seem a little bit strange or edited a little bit differently. It's because of that. So once again, we support the strike fully and completely. And again, there is an open invitation that we want to put out there for any and all members of WGA and SAG-AFTRA that want to come on the podcast and talk about the strike. Of course, we wouldn't be talking about any of the struck work, but just to talk about the strike and um, anything you want to get out there on our platform, uh, we would love to use it for that. 
So, and also, you know, for our listeners out there, if there are any, like, we have a huge list of music stuff we could cover, but if there are any bands, any um, books, anything like that, that you would like to suggest, I can't guarantee they'll be on, but if there is anything like that, please, please, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, You can email us at it's a fandomthingpod at gmail.com. You can visit our website, it's a phantomthingpod.com, click the contact us button there, or you can reach out to us via social media on any of our platforms and DM us there. So Instagram, that's it's a fandom thing pod. Uh, Facebook has facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. Twitter is fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one. Uh, so please feel free to reach out to us and thank you so much. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and this week I am joined by Paula. I do want to start, as we always start these episodes, with asking, so, hey, hey, Paula, what are you into right now? What am I into? I am actually going to go with something I never really do, music. <laughs> Yay! Right? So I I went on a, a YouTube rabbit hole because i kept seeing these tiktoks and things come up with this song called world's smallest violin from a band called agr and i went down the rabbit hole and i have been obsessed with those guys for the last few weeks if you haven't listened to their music it's 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 a lot of fun it's really good they do some really cool uh videos where they um they will kind of talk about their process and you know how where and how they get their inspiration and how they put their compose their tra- their music and all that and they do they do some of that in their their live shows as well and one of the things that really got me about this band is I'm I'm not one of those people that really kind of connects emotionally with music I just you know there's something in my brain that just goes I like that song I like that artist I like their sound but these guys have had a different effect on me with with some of their music and that's been kind of a a neat experience to to explore. So if you haven't checked out AJR yet, they're they're uh, they're one to to look at. Awesome, awesome. Uh, you know, we d- I mean we did Yellow Jackets last week, but we have been you know we did David Bowie and then we did Trent Reznor and stuff. So I love when we get music recommendations uh, because you know most of the recommendations that we get on here are TV and film. Mm-hmm. So I love it when we do music or books and I know our listeners love when we cover music. So that's great. And I do have that. I'm sure if you, if you're not familiar with the name, I'm sure if you were to go and listen to world's smallest violin, I'm sure you've heard it before in some TV show or movie or something. So you would be familiar probably with that song. Yeah, that's what started me on my rabbit hole. <laughs> so it's like that song, I you know, again, I kind of like that. I need to find out what the entire song sounds like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that song is in my um, Spotify liked songs, which is like, you know, for it's it is so huge. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take days to listen to all of the songs in mine. <laughs> but <laughs> Um, I'm actually working on figuring out Twitch and, you know, how to get captioning done and some behind the scenes logistics before I start. Awesome. And just in case people don't hear at the end, where can they find you then on Twitch then in case then? 
On Twitch, you can find me at Artemis75. That's A-R-T-E-M-I-S-Z-75. Cool. And what, so explain to me then, I, I know you're learning it, but what is Twitch anyway? I mean, I don't really get it because I know a lot of podcasters are on there, but I I just, I don't know. It, yeah. So it's it's basically like a live streaming okay. thing. Um, it's, it's kind of a... Uh, an alternative to using YouTube, which I guess, I guess you can obviously stream live on YouTube as well. But this one started out, I think more for gamers and now it's kind of opened up to, you know, I mean, a lot of people use it. For example, there's a, a gal that's local here in Colorado. She's a DJ slave one and she's a local DJ and she on Friday and Saturday nights, I believe just does a eighties stream of music. And yeah, so, you know, I'll throw that on and listen to that in the background while I'm, you know, playing or whatever. And and she does a, a, you know, a couple hours live stream of of music. Um, People will live stream their podcasts. Um, If you're into Dungeons and Dragons, there's uh, groups that will live stream. Um, There's one very famous group that is escaping me right now, and I have to turn in my nerd card for that. But yeah, people might be yelling right now. They, oh, they um, they're absolutely. Meg is yelling at me right now. It's not the Dungeons and Daddies crew, uh, but uh, so so yeah. So you can you can use it for for that kind of kind of thing. And a lot of obviously a lot of gamers will uh, stream their their games while they're playing. Twitch has built in games that you can use to interact with your with your audience in real time. Um, there's all kinds of stuff that I'm still learning about. So yeah, so it's, it's kind of a cool platform. Uh, yeah, I think actually with, cause we use something just to let everybody know, I mean, this is not like anything that needs to be a secret, but we use a platform called StreamYard. That's what we used for our live streams and for recording episodes and stuff like that. And I believe with StreamYard, and people can be yelling at me right now about this too, because I should know this offhand, because you can use StreamYard to, you know, you can live stream to YouTube and Facebook and stuff. You can't to Instagram. Instagram has this thing where they do not want you to use any other thing to stream to them. They're very particular. They want you to just use Instagram. <laughs> but you, I believe you can connect to Twitch through here. So I've contemplated if I get to know it, like, possibly doing like one of our trivia nights or something as a way of kind of testing it out and seeing how that goes and possibly doing it. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's like something that's brewing in my head and I'm still kind of contemplating it here, but because, because, because I just think it'd be cool to get to know another platform. I say that now. And then (laughs) like, I do not get, I do not understand TikTok still. I try to. Oh, neither do I. And I just I just did another TikTok the other day. And of course, I'm, I'm really good at the Fergie ones, though. So trust me on the Fergie ones. Critical Role is the name of the D&D group. I, oh, I had to I had to. Oh, I even it. knew that. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Critical Role. I, I, I cannot believe it. I forgot the name of that. But anyway, yeah. So they do all of their gaming through Twitch. So you can watch their hours and hours and hours long because <laughs> there's no there's no time limit you can there's it's it's crazy <laughs> there's no time limit there's no so- time limit because 
you you get fo- you, when you get followers or subscribers, they do this thing called subathons, where they will literally do a marathon, days long streaming events, <laughs> to to get more subscribers to their channels, and it's it's insane. <laughs> but yes, that's a thing, also. So yeah. Okay, you know we do the you know, the 12 hour marathon Mm -hmm. streaming Mm -hmm. event every year. We did that back in May. You can go to our YouTube channel, go there, like subscribe. uh, And you can go watch 12 hours of, of me. I mean, there are other people. It's not just me. (laughs) Uh, Go and watch that. But I cannot imagine that is a lot. It takes so, that took so much out of me. Mm -hmm. It was exhausting. So I cannot imagine doing that for days that's too much i i i don't think i could ever do that but you know more power to them if if they're able to you know make it successful (laughs) yeah well do they so then do they have it on when they're sleeping like is it recording them sleeping yeah there's you know (laughs) doing everyday tasks whatever they'll try to do things to you know keep it exciting and, and play games and you know they'll you know, they'll set like a certain amount of time and then, oh, if, you know, we reach this goal, then we'll extend it out, you know, however long. And that's how they kind of, you know, try to get more people to participate and whatnot. And it's, I, I can't even imagine doing it for that long. I'm exhausted thinking I, about that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That will never be happening, everybody. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, the only way that would happen is if, I had a tag team and I could be like, okay, you get this black, this black, this black, this black. Oh, do not give yourself any ideas, Eric. No, don't do it. Spinning in my head right don't now. do it. <laughs> can, they're just spinning in there. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about it now because then I'll start wanting to do it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it may be surprising to everybody that this is not our main topic, but I do think our main topic actually in some respects plays into at least part of the reason that the WGA has been on strike for a while and that SAG-AFTRA now has joined the strike. So, you know, I d- that's what I'm – I hate saying I'm into it, but what I'm into with the strike is the fact that so many people are striking. I mean, so many people are realizing, I think – the evils of capitalism. Um, you know, you, uh, UPS is going to be going on strike soon, if you haven't heard. I mean, which I support that fully. We support that completely. So if you're not getting your packages, please don't bitch and complain to the people who deliver the packages. Bitch and complain to the people who aren't treating the people who deliver the packages fairly and not paying them fairly and having them be in hot you know, trucks where they have like no AC and yeah. And I, and I mean, does, does that happen to as much as you're comfortable, Paula, I can cut this out too, but does that happen with the U S postal service? Do you have AC in your vehicles? The, the older trucks that you kind of identify with the post office, those boxy metal trucks. No, there's no AC in those at all. And We've had people that have brought thermometers into those trucks and they've gotten up to 130, 140 degrees <gasps> inside. Yeah. Um, it's, shit. it's ridiculous. Now we do have some newer vehicles. I myself drive a newer vehicle, so I have access to air conditioning 
but you know, or in and out of those trucks all day. And it still takes a toll on you, even when you do have access to it, because you have to shut your vehicle off every time you get out of it. And the, um, the UPS strike is going to affect us too, because those people that would normally ship through UPS will now start shipping through us. Mm -hmm. And I still fully support them. We are getting ready to go through contract negotiations again. We, um, we do not have the ability to strike. It's illegal yeah. for us to strike. So we don't have as much of a um, an ability to really con- um, negotiate our contracts very effectively. <laughs> so seeing other companies, other other workers striking, I I fully support them. I think that it can only make things better for all of us, including those of us that um, and there are other industries like FAA, they're not legally allowed to strike either. Um, I'm sure there's other industries that are considered essential to, you know, American everyday whatever that are not allowed to. So I think that all of these industries striking and especially all striking at the same time is really important for everybody, including those of us that aren't able to. Um, even though we do have unions, it's really a hindrance to not be able to strike. So when you have that, um, when you have that ability to use it, you know, use it when you need to. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because I think, you know, once again, I'm going to recommend the amazing doc Americon. That's all about this. Please, please go watch that documentary. Uh, you can rent it. You can, you know, you can buy it. Uh, go listen to our interview with the director, Sean Claffey. And, they of course are all in favor of all of these strikes. Um, and it's a very, it's an, I think it's one of the most important documentaries that has ever come out. And I think it really takes a look at that about, you know, the dwindling middle class. We really don't have a middle class taking a look at, you know, how the myth of trickle down economics and all of that kind of stuff. And I, I really, I think, and I'm hoping and praying that a good part, a good thing that comes from all of these strikes is that maybe people will wake up and realize that this is not a healthy way that we live in this country and that billionaires shouldn't be a thing like that. It should, I mean, billionaires aren't better than us. <laughs> They're not smarter than us. They're not, you know, it's, and it's gross that a small yeah. percentage of the population has such a huge amount of wealth. And you've got people with SAG, you've got people, so you've got people, you know, like the CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, who is disgusting and gross. In my opinion, all these people are. He makes hundreds of millions of dollars a year, and he thinks the that the SAG and WGA and all these strikers are not being realistic, and that's very disturbing to him. They're asking for such a small amount, a percentage, like basically like almost like 1% of the total of what one of these people makes for all of their writers. I mean, you know, most writers make about maybe on average 60,000 a year living in LA is not very much. It's even less than that for some people. They're not getting residuals like they usually do. There was a TikTok of someone who, um, I can't remember her name right now, of someone who was on Orange is the New Black and she was opening up a residual check she just got and it was for like, I think it was something like 27 cents or something. And for tons of episodes, not one episode, tons of different episodes, 27 cents. 
Yeah, and I've heard a lot of that in the past where it's literally pennies that they get checks for. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah, and it used to be, uh, it used to be before streaming and stuff, it used to be that a residual check, you didn't necessarily know how much it would be. But, and the residual checks come from, you know, reruns and stuff like that. And that, and when you go into syndication, and so that's why shows the magic number was usually like a hundred episodes. So when you got to that, you'd go into syndication. And then if you were on one episode of say friends, then every time that was streamed, or if you were the writer on that, you'd get a residual check. And sometimes the residual checks could come in and could pay your mortgage. Um, but sometimes they might just buy a meal, but now it's like so low that you can't live off of that. And the thing is, is that what everybody needs to remember is there's only like 1%, I believe it's that, or around that of actors that are actually making a living acting and make, and the percentage that make a good living, those millionaires, that is such a tiny fraction. Most actors have second, third, fourth jobs. They don't, that's, they can't make a living off of that. Most actors, you know, they'll get, they might get paid like what seems like a lot and writers too. But then you've got to think that that amount they're paying there, that has to stretch for a long time if they were to say that was their one job. And they also have to take out fees for their managers. They have to take out fees for their agents, all this stuff. So they don't, and taxes, of course. So, and, you know, all of this. So they don't necessarily get a lot of money. Most of them aren't making a lot of money. And there's also, if you're not working a certain amount, or, you know, they'll base healthcare on how much people are getting paid and working. So that's the other part of it. Um, and then I want to say, and this is, this is going to affect all of us. Okay. This is not just something that is going to affect just people in the industry, but AI is a huge, huge part of this because that's a big thing they're, they're also striking for is they don't want AI to come in and take over their jobs. And this is real, okay? So um, during the SAG press conference that was held last week, they said that the AMPTP had offered as a quote-unquote groundbreaking AI proposal in their best interests that background actors can be scanned for one, just one day's work, and they're like, like, will be used forever and they won't get paid for that. So they'll get paid that one time their likeness gets scanned. And then every time you'd watch a movie or a TV show that needed a background actor, it would be them. And they had been scanned from that other part. And they call that groundbreaking. That's very dangerous because that means they could do that to anyone and then put them in a movie, a show. And that's it. I mean, it's like, you know, you really want to watch AI just do all the work, you know? So I just want to make sure people do realize, number one, they're striking. They're not striking to make you miserable because you're going to miss your favorite shows or they might not be at conventions that you're going to or stuff like that. They're striking because they're trying to make a living off of what they love to do and what they're doing. So they're trying to make a fair living. They're just asking for a fair percentage of everything. They're asking to be paid fairly. They're asking to be treated as human beings. And they're asking for us to realize that if you have AI 
in art, that takes away something. It just does. It takes away the humanity. Uh, it just, it takes away the empathy. It, it's just creepy. It's creepy and gross. And, um, I also want to make sure that writers out there, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a TikTok going over some, and hopefully they're not deleted by this time, but there's also dangers to all of us smaller people too. This is not just about the big wigs. This is about us smaller people too. And if you're a writer out there and you're using Google Docs, you need to stop using Google Docs. <laughs> you need to stop because there is all this stuff where they could end up mining your work for AI stuff. Google might, I'm going to link a TikTok that explains it better than I'm explaining it right now. This is something I just learned about. So your fanfics, your screenplays, your novels that you have there on Google Docs, you know, if you sign something and you're agreeing to some agreements with Google, they can basically use your stuff and then say they come out with a streaming service and they've got all these AI scripts and all these AI ideas and where'd those come from? They may have come from your work. So look at the link in the bio, in the show notes, excuse me, and go research that stuff about Google. Go buy a flash drive. Um, and get all your stuff off of Google Docs. And it's all related. This is all related. It's all part of a big picture because a lot of jobs in the world are going to be affected by AI. And while it may make some things easier, some things it won't. And I know a lot of people, there's a lot of misinformation out there about like what you can and can't do during the strikes. You know, for instance, like for our podcast, if one of the big streamers or the big studios, we couldn't like have actors or writers or anyone on there, they, they can't promote their work. But there are certain things that actors are allowed to do right now. So like some commercial work, some independent podcasts, stuff like that. But the promotion stuff, even on social media. And so I'm also bringing this up because if you are a content creator out there and you're like an influencer or you're a content creator on TikTok or something, these big studios and the and um, streamers and everything like that, they could start coming to you and asking you and wanting to pay you to promote their films, to go to the red carpets, because those red carpets are going to be empty, to go to those kind of things and do that and they'll offer to pay you. Please be aware that if you do that and then you're trying to get into the union, you're trying to become a SAG member, they're not going to let you because that's considered being a scab. So. Yeah. So please, please look into that and be aware of that because I, you know, it's going to be tempting. People are going to come and ask you to do this promotion and to pay you to, pro to go to the red carpets or stuff like that. So please don't do that. If you are planning on becoming a member of the union and don't do it anyway, but you know, if you can, um, you know, I just want to make sure people do know that though, content creators, because I don't, I don't foresee that we will necessarily get approached to go and do that because we, you know, we're not the, the, um, influencer people, but we are content creators. So if we get approached, if you're another independent podcast and they approach you and say, go cover, go 
you know, be on the red carpet and do all that stuff and promote our film that way. And we're going to pay you to do that. I would not do that right now if I were you just because it will look bad. And if you want to become a part of any of those unions, you won't be able to. And it's just in bad taste. So we're going to try and do as much as we can to support this strike. They aren't calling for a boycott right now. I know a lot of people are like, well, let's cancel all our subscriptions. That's fine if you do, although I've read other conflicting stories saying maybe you shouldn't do that. So look into that further, but they're not calling for that right now. I haven't heard anyone calling for that. But once again, I'm not going to necessarily be out here naming all of the places that are streamers right now that are the big streamers that are part of the problem. Um, I also am predicting a lot of independent studios might end up, and I've heard talk of this, just branching off on their own and signing their own agreements with SAG because hey, maybe that'll be a whole new industry, which would be kind of cool <laughs> in a way. So we'll see what happens. We're going to continue to talk about this. We'll probably, you know, we'll probably continue to at least mention this in some way on our pop culture and fandom news episodes. So yes, so look for those. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, but our main topic, and I know it seems weird that this that the SAG strike wasn't, but I do think in some ways this plays into this. And that is, if you didn't hear, <laughs> if you aren't an archive of our own or AO3 person, uh, this past week, they were hacked. They had a DDoS hack, which I, I didn't even know what this was until this happened. And let me just read what that is, if you're wondering. So that stands for destroy. Distributed denial of service attack, and it is a cybercrime in which the attacker floods a server with internet traffic to prevent users from accessing connected online services and sites. So basically, if you try to access Archive of Our Own, you would get an error saying it wasn't service wasn't available. They weren't stealing information, so it wasn't one of those where they where users' information was in danger, but you just could not access the site. And so then uh, there was this group called Anonymous Sudan that claimed that they that th took responsibility for it. Although a lot of people, and especially in the fanfic community, did investigating and found out this was actually a Russian. These were uh, this was a, a Russian attack. And at first they said um, that uh, the reason for our attack is simple. It's part of our campaign targeting companies in the United States. 
The operators of this site is Organization for the Transformative Works. So that's the operators of Archive of Our Own who are registered in the United States. And um, they wanted to attack, they said in a July 11th statement that it is against all forms of degeneracy and the site is full of disgusting smuts and other LGBTQ plus and NSFW things. So homophobic, basically, uh, which no shocker there. But then they did do another post saying you have exactly 24 hours from the time of posting of this offer to fill up this Bitcoin wallet with 30,000 US dollars, which didn't end up happening. But this was another one of those, you know, and it was so fascinating to watch, you know, AO3 is run by volunteers and manages to exist, i.e. to host more than 11 million works spanning roughly 57,000 fandoms on donations alone. That is mind-blowing, mind-boggling, mind-blowing. And you had these volunteers having to try and save the site, which they did. It's up and running right now. And the audience, the 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 fandom and how you know there were great funny memes that came out of it and funny TikToks and stuff, but it also really underlined the fact that this stuff, that fan fiction, that some people poo-poo, how important it is to some people and how meaningful it is. And they and the people that write fanfic are pouring their heart and their soul into things that they are not getting paid for. And you see, though, when stuff like this happens, how important that is for them. People were really upset and worried. And I mean, I was too, to be honest. I was worried too. So, Paula, were you like, were you, where were you when you found out that? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember what you were doing? I was actually trying to log in as a site and I was having problems. And I honestly, at first thought it was, you know, problems with my internet. Cause I'm kind of out in the, out in the sticks. My friends like they tease me about cause my internet is not the greatest. And then <laughs> I went on Twitter and it was all over Twitter that they were having these denial of service attacks. And what that does is it, these um, hackers will just flood the site with, continual um, repeated um, login requests. And so legitimate logins get denied basically. And it was, it was crazy. And and they did an amazing job because they had that site back up within what, 24 hours, I think. Yeah. It was, it was, like it was like that. very quick. I mean, I expected it to be down for a couple of days at least because it is run completely by volunteers. Everybody that works for that site is all volunteers and the money that they that gets donated to them is basically for all the upkeep. Nobody makes money off of this. They can't legally make money because otherwise then the um the the creators that these fan works are based off of can come at them legally. So nobody makes money off of any of this. This It's all a labor of love for everybody involved from the people that run the site to the um, fanfic authors that, that upload their, their stories to the sites. And it, but it was also kind of 
hit, it almost rallied the community like across fandoms, which was really yeah. kind of cool to see. Cause a lot of the people that I follow, um, I try to also follow the authors that I know that are on Twitter. I follow them too. And there was a bunch of them that were getting together and they're saying, okay, Hey, I'm going to post stories on, you know, Tumblr, or I'm going to do a, um, a drive or something like that where, you know, send me your stories if you want. And that way people can still access them, even though the site's down. And so that was really neat to see. And then people were like, okay, these volunteers have been going round the clock trying to get this site back up. Let's, you know, let's raise some money and, and help out the site. And so seeing things like that was, even though it was kind of a panic of, are we going to get this site back? It was also nice to see that everybody was kind of rallying behind and nothing but support for the people that were trying to to um, combat this attack and, and get everything up and running again. It was also kind of mind-boggling of why in the world they thought they were going to get money out of a nonprofit site. I know. Like, of all the things to attack, it's like... That was the, that was the part that made the least sense. <laughs> Because when you uh, first found out, you know, supposedly who, who was behind it, it's like, okay, it's it's just a bunch of assholes trying to censor things they don't like. Okay, I understand it. I don't like it. But I understand the thought behind it. But then they're trying to get money out of it. There's, there's no money to get. <laughs> so what... Um, I, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. That was, that was a little confusing, but... I'm just glad that they were able to get everything back up and running and and it seems like maybe they've um strengthened their security a bit too so hopefully it's it's impossible to completely eliminate those types of attacks cuz even the big corporations like Sony and some you know some of the other like major major companies have all been under these these types of attacks so it's not really something that they can just completely eliminate but hopefully hopefully it'll lessen the chances of it happening in the future. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, (laughs) there was a lot of panic that day, a lot of panic. I know. And you know, what is so ironic about this to me uh, personally, as you know, and I, I write fanfic, I haven't written anything in a few years, but I have an unfinished series called Dean in therapy. And what was so weird about this is I just on a whim, I was like, I haven't read any fanfic in a long time. I, I'm a shipper of, um, Dean and Donna. I will still read Dusty L fanfic, even though I don't ship them on the show, but I will still read some of that fanfic too. And Dean, I'm, I'm all about Dean. So except for I won't read any of the Wincess stuff, but, um, <laughs> that's not my, uh, uh mm-mm, yuck, mm-mm. yuck, quick, 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 yuck, yuck. But anyway, so I was reading this fanfic um, on there, This, and I'll pull it up here. And then I was like, you know what? I Just for, just for giggles, I'm going to go and see my inbox. And I had like f- over 40 messages for this. I still get notifications of people leaving kudos or leaving comments on my Dean and Therapy series. And it feels really good. And also I, I have written a Dusty L fanfic too. So I have gotten kudos on that too, which always feels good as a writer. It's like, just like, you know, Oh, it's like very comforting, especially when you're not 
getting paid anything to do this. Uh, so I went, so then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should go back to this, go back to this fanfic and finish it out and do something that I should do because I always hated that. And so I feel really bad about that. It's just, I just couldn't do it. I just was writer's block. And then this took up a bunch of time and it just didn't happen. So I was rereading my fanfic because I wanted to just refresh my memory on everything, you know, and I wanted to read it in, in that format for some reason. And then I was trying to move on to a next chapter and then that's when that happened. And I was, and so I went to Twitter and I was like, oh, maybe it's down. I went to Twitter and saw what was going on. But I just thought it was ironic that right when I was like, okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to finish this, which I'm still planning on doing, but I'm going to finish this. I'm going to write all the rest of the chapters and then post them all at once. So it's not a matter of like, then I end up forgetting it again. And then I just think that's funny that then it happened. So it's like, <laughs> what timing? <laughs> I know. It was, I was like, seriously, right when I'm about to, cause I was like, this site's, I, I was worried it was just going to go away forever. I was like, this is going to ruin this site. Luckily, fortunately that didn't happen. And hopefully it, you know, stays that way. And the one I was reading was called If We Make It Through December by Thoughts Like a Minefield. It's not a complete work, but you do at least get to um, but you do end up you do end up having some smut in there. So if you're looking for that and you're looking for a whole chapter of, <laughs> of very, very nice smut in there. And if you're that's your thing, then it does have that in there. Um, so it did get to that point, but nothing past that. So, yes. So then, Paula, really quickly, um, do you have an author that you want to give a shout out to then since the site was down or maybe people can go in? Oh, gosh, there's um, there's so many that I, I know I just really like. Sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Mal Muses. She's really great. Uh, Cassiel's Lost Wings. Trisha. Or is it Trisha 16? I think it's Trisha 16. Oh gosh, there's so many. There's so many great authors on there. I could I could give you lists and lists. If you go on Twitter and be like, hey, I need some recommendations and like give a little bit of an yeah. idea of what you like, people will flood you with recommendations and authors um, that have some really, I mean, there's so many great fix on that site you know use there's there's a really great search function if there's you know specific things you want to see that you can find pretty much anything that you're looking for so yeah and those are all um those are all supernatural authors um that's pretty much all i read <laughs> <laughs> and there are some damn good writers in there the are supernatural some fandom real follow your really? energy is another one she's fantastic yeah, there's so many goods. Yeah, use the use that edit search function. It's phenomenal. You can find just about anything that you're looking for, no matter what fandom. It's 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 a really good. Ao3 is a fantastic site. It is. It's incredible. Yeah, and then if you if you want to if you want to read my fanfic stuff, it, my name on there is C Avery One, so the number one, and that's S E A. A V E R Y and then the number one. So, and my picture is Dean in glasses because I 
love Dean in glasses. So. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. And um, so, and I'm proud of that, not fanfic. I'm proud of that Dean in therapy series and rereading it. I was like, I definitely need to finish this up. So, and then rereading it, I was also like, oh yeah, I didn't have a beta, on, a beta on the beta on this one, you know, an editor on that one. And so I'm like, oh, typo, 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 embarrassing typos. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing, but I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> but yes. That's another fun thing about AOE. You'll have an author that'll write something, and it could be years later before they come back and finish it, and they'll come back. And sometimes it is the, the most amazing out there, like, life happened type thing. And everybody's like, okay, cool. Let's finish reading it then. I there's, know. There's that's memes about that, too. Yes. It's hilarious. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So I'm like, so seeing that I still get people still reading it makes me want to finish it because I know how frustrating that can be. So, you know, and I, and I, at that point have been writing it for a few years already. So it was like, you know, so I should, I was on the last part of it too, but <laughs> well, I'm sure people still have it bookmark. And as soon as they see a, you know, a new chapter come up, they're going to be all excited. <laughs> Yes, there are quite a few people that have had the whole series bookmarked, so. Nice. <laughs> so thank you so much, Paula, for joining me for this one. We're going to go ahead and close out. So if you want to let everybody know where they can find you. Sure. Um, like I said before, you can find me on Twitch. I haven't started streaming anything yet, but someday soon. Um, it's Artemis75, A-R-T-E-M-I-S-Z 75. And then you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Hive Social, I've even broken down and gotten onto threads, um, all of that. It, it's my sandbox, so I'm on all of those because we're still waiting for Twitter to completely implode. Right, which I'm shocked that hasn't happened yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> most likely will someday, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For yeah. now, we're still there. Yep. I always forget about Hive because I have, we have a Hive account know, right? for the podcast, but I've been on there once and I haven't been on there in forever. So I'm still confused about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, we're on Discord, by the way, everybody, under It's a Fandom Thing Pod and there's Fandom Thingers. That's a general chat. You're, we also have a chat, general chat for Christian effing Bale. So you're all going to go in there. I, every once in a while, we'll share pictures of Christian and we'll just laugh. Um, cause he's yep. such a dweeb. So, and several of the panelists are on the, the discord. So, you know, you can chat yes. with all of us and we'll hang yes. out. So, yes. And if you become a Patreon supporter, we do have, which I need to bug my Patriot patrons that they can use the discord, but we do have a private discord there too. So you could go on there as well. And, you know, I don't know what you would do differently there, but you could go. I see Discord. I still, I'm trying to learn it. I'm trying to get better, everybody. To me, I said it last week. It reminds me of AOL chat rooms for some reason. I do not know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree. It's, 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 it's like, it's like private chat rooms. Yeah. Yes, it's like going back in time. But yes, go over there. You can chat with some of your favorite panelists. You can chat with Carla. You can chat with Paula. You can chat with me. You can chat with Jen. You can chat with Susie. You can chat with Tiff. Uh, yeah, tons of, I think, I don't know if Meg's actually, Meg's on there, but I don't know, but she's, so, so you can chat with her. Tons of different people are on there. So go find our discord. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll put it in the, sh in the show notes if it's not already there. 
But you, but be sure to follow Fergie on TikTok. That's so important. And I have made sure to put that in the show notes recently. So go follow Fergie on TikTok at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. I know it's long, but it is worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. Yes, we are on threads too. Yes. I know last week there was a lot of talk about how really it's not necessarily better than Twitter because it's also run by a horrible, awful human being, <laughs> but we are on there. I know. I know. I know. But aren't not, they all at this point run yes. by horrible, awful people? <laughs> yes. So I'm not necessarily endorsing threads, but we are. On there. <laughs> I've only used it a couple of times, so I don't understand it yet, but but you can, and you can also go to our Instagram account and you go in there and you'll see like anyone that has a threads account, you'll see the at and the numbers and stuff. Um, but yes, but definitely listen to what Carla said about some of the things to be careful with, with threads and stuff. So from last week, uh, and then we are on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. I did just recently upload a new TikTok. So I'm trying to use it more and learn it more. It just confuses me. And there are so many brilliant people out there. It feels kind of intimidating, I'll be honest, because <laughs> I love TikTok so much, but I just, it confuses me. Um, but if you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, if you can be a potential interview guest on the show, um, you know, if you, if it's something that has nothing to do with a, uh, you know, anything you're promoting, anything like that, you're not in one of the guilds, because we do have some interviews with some authors and stuff coming up for books. Uh, but feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandomthingpod.com. You can click the contact us button there. That'll shoot me an email. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And while you're there, if you like what you're hearing and you'd like to hear more of it and bonus, great bonus content, consider becoming a Patreon supporter today. And if you are a brand new Patreon supporter at the three bucks a month level, you can do a seven day free trial so you can check it out. And the best way you can support any indie podcast, any indie creator is share, 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 and tell your friends all about us because it's a huge sea out there and we are just small, small little fishies in that huge sea. So thank you so much for listening. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VGW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus